Welcome to You Can Sit With Us, a podcast by women for women, celebrating you and the life you're living no matter where you're at. I'm Claire Hamill, a blogger, mom, multifaceted entrepreneur, and aspiring rebel. I'm a former rule follower that now believes there are no rules. So whether you follow them or break them, you have a place here. I'm Beth Morse, a life and career coach, mama, connector, and recovering perfectionist. I'm here to get real about how messy life can be and want to sit with anyone who's in the midst of rumbling with their own story. We're going to bring the raw, the funny, and the real to life. And no matter where you are, you can sit with us. Hey, Claire. What's up? Happy Monday. It is Monday. I was just thinking it's so funny that every week our pod comes out on a different day. I know. It's always like usually towards the beginning. It's usually Monday or Tuesday. Sometimes it's Thursday, though. (laughs) Oh, well, whatever. We'll probably have a Saturday and then we'll just like pretend to roll it into the next week. Like it's on time. Like nothing happens. No big deal. Everything's fine. Yes. I like that idea. Oh my gosh. How's the last week been for you? Um, it's been good. I have spent, um, my nap times. Well, not my nap times. I was going to say. Anthony's nap time, binging Queer Eye on Netflix. Please please tell me you've watched it. Yes. Yes. We're obsessed. I just cannot even explain how much I love this show. Okay. So I never watched Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Me neither. Yeah. I didn't know. And then all of a sudden... The nasty gals are blowing up about needing to watch Queer Eye. And I thought, what is, what is the big deal? Right. And then I watched it. Yeah. I know. (laughs) The first episode with a guy from like Kentucky. I can't. He, and then Miss Tammy. Oh, yeah. Season two, episode one. So true. Give me a break. I mean, I. The whole world needs to watch this show. Full on ugly cry. Oh, yeah. Every episode. Even my steady Eddie husband, who does not get emotional about things, mm-hmm. he was getting choked up at See, this show. It's life changing. It is. Okay, you have to tell me who's your favorite. Oh, it's so hard to pick. I know. It's I know. really hard. I Somebody asked me this the other day. I feel like I identify with each of them so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Cromo. I do too. I have a big crush on him. I do too. I mean, it helps that he is delicious looking. Yeah, he's quite delicious. <laughs> but also I, I think I identify a lot with him because of his life coaching. Sure. That I always think of you when I watch. Oh, him. you're so it's sweet. Totally Beth. Yeah. Um, also, you know, I'll be honest. Jonathan was not my favorite when I first started watching. Mm-hmm. It was a little too much for me at first, but yeah. now I cannot imagine. Oh, li- my life without him. I, 100% agree. I have found all five of them on every platform <laughs> I can find them. Yes. Seriously. So this was me. Somebody, um, I think it was Bethany, Bethany Roddy. Uh-huh. Shout out, Roddy. Hey. Um, asked me the other day. She was like, who's your favorite? And I was like, well, I was like, my first answer was Jonathan. I was like, I just love him so much. Da, 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 da. I found his podcast. And in case you're wondering, his podcast is called Getting Curious and it's brilliant. I just um, saw that he has a podcast. It's so I, brilliant. I do need to listen to it. Oh my gosh. It. It's amazing. Um, and he, and they all have like millions of followers on Instagram. Sure. Of course they yeah. do. I mean, I can't believe I was so late to this train. So then I was like, Jonathan, but then I was like, oh, but then Anthony is like so cute. He's like he so is. beautiful and wonderful and kind. And like, yes. why is he there? But I don't care. Like, I like... <laughs> He's like teaching them how to make guacamole, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Is but he then, really a chef? 
No, I think he is. Is he? I don't know if he's a chef, but he's like nutrition. Oh, okay. He like posts about it all the time on Instagram. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so then I'm like, oh, but Tan. Tan is just like the cutest. I, I literally went through all five of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I couldn't choose. So I literally couldn't choose. Here, here's something to help you. There's a BuzzFeed quiz that tells you which, which two you are, because everyone is a combination of two, apparently. Well, of course we are. So you can, Oh, I can't wait to go. We're going to link. Can we link it? Oh, yeah. We'll link it. We'll put it, it on our Facebook. So you can yeah. take a quiz and figure out which Fantastic. two of the Fab Five you are. Yeah. And it'll give you a little, you know. I love it. Highly accurate. Yeah. Personality I'm sure profile. it's I'm sure it's as as well as well as the uh, Enneagram oh, and sure. the Myers-Briggs. Yeah. I just can't. You know what I was telling Mitch the other day? I can't get over tan when he like dresses somebody for the first time and they come out. And the way he talks to them. It's like, everybody deserves to be talked to like that. He's just like, don't you feel stunning, man? You know, like, and like, it's not about, oh my God, you look so good. It's about like, don't like, how do you feel? Like, don't don't you feel feel amazing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry for the terrible British accent. I can't talk about him without doing the beautiful British (laughs) accent. I just love that. I think, I think uh, bottom line, I think when it comes down to it, tan ends up being my favorite. Yeah. But I couldn't live without any of them. Mm Mm-mm. No. Did you see um, his and Jonathan's In My Feelings challenge? You know the thing that's going around the like no. viral? You don't know about this? No, what is it? We should do it. So it's In My Feelings. I don't even know where it started. It's a Drake song. And oh, it's the like dance. a shiggy dance or whatever. Yes, yeah. I did see this. Okay, so people are like Russell Wilson and Sierra did it. We should do it. We should do it. And post it. At least post it on our, Hello, on our Facebook obviously. page. <laughs> Anything to dance. Embarrass ourselves yeah. in front of our friends. You can sit with us. You can always, sit with us. Right? Anyway, so Tan and Jonathan yes. did one. And I was dying. I like can't stop it was watching so it. Great. It's so cute. Yeah. So anyway, that's just my <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not the summary of my that's whole week, but that is just like a little gem <laughs> we'll take of it. my world we'll right now. It. Yeah. So we just got back from camping. We went camping mm. over the weekend. With all the kids. No, my Macy is with her dad in Florida, mm-hmm. which I miss her so much. Mm-hmm. I It'll be three weeks by the time oh she gosh. gets back. I know. That's a long time. It is a long time. Oh. So, but she's having a lot of fun. She's been um, texting me, which is really such an, it's such an odd world that we live in right <laughs> now. Your little my eight-year-old is texting me <laughs> and so she took a baking class last week. Oh my gosh. She made all kinds of stuff. She was sending me updates. She made little mini cupcakes and lemon cakes and layered cakes and then cinnamon bread and some kind of Japanese bread and scones and cookies. Um, and, yeah. Sign me up. I don't know how to make half of those things. So I, I know. <laughs> I was really impressed. And so I said, oh, cool. What was your favorite thing to make? And she said, um, I think the scones because they were savory scones. So they had green onion and feta in them. That sounds wow. delicious, right? It does sound delicious. And how, like... I couldn't believe it. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Like, what mature taste buds I she know, has. I know. I can't That's believe it. I thought, too. I, yeah, I was Advanced. not expecting that. Yes. I know. So, she's been having a lot of fun, but we took the other two kids camping and went down to the ocean. Awesome. Um, yeah. Cape Disappointment State Park. Not a disappointment. I was going to say that name is so misleading. It really is. It's... <laughs> was it's super beautiful obviously the ocean hello sure i the pacific ocean love it there's nothing like it there isn't uh it was a bit windy at the campground which i can always live without i hate wind 
I, mm-hmm. I can't, there's nothing good about it. It just messes everything it up. It does mess everything yeah. up. I mean, even more than I think raining because here I, I grew up just wet all the time. Yeah. I grew yeah. up camping in the rain, like no big deal. You just yeah. get your blue tarps out and you yeah. cover everything up and, and go, go along with it. But when it's windy, you just can't get warm and yeah. makes it's a pain for eating outside and trying to make a fire. And so, so that was kind of, that was the one, one downside mm-hmm. to the whole trip, which I, I think that's, that's good. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I would say if that's the worst. Now thing. my car smells like campfire. Oh yeah. Cause we had all this stuff mm-hmm, in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a nice little reminder, but I'm, the car needs a good detailing now yeah. for sure. <laughs> Smoke. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Also, that is, it is kind of like invasive. Yeah. Also I've realized we've done, you know, more camping now that we're married and a family of five. We've done a few little camping trips and I got to tell you, I have more respect for my mother than I think I ever have in my motherhood journey. Because she was camping with you. Yeah. Because, yeah. She, because we did tons of camping growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we did during the summers. Mm-hmm. And I go, I look back and I, and I go, how did she do it? Did she just lose her mind mm-hmm. every single time and like grit and grin and bear it? Because it is, there's so much, and, and I'm a, a part of this is my personality as a planner. Sure. And, and we talked about this last week. I yep. don't like not having what I need. Right. So camping I, is the epitome of that. Yes. Camping and moving. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's feeling like, okay, do we have everything that we need? Is it packed in a way that's meaningful? Like, and, and but you got to bring everything. Well, right. And then like, do I have a plan for if I don't have something I need? Right. Right. Where do I go? That's my, own, that's always my thing. What so if I don't have? I always get super stressed out mm-hmm. when we're going camping. Mm-hmm. So I'm not relaxed. No. And then I don't sleep in, I don't sleep in a hotel room or another house or another bed. Well, and so yeah. then you can imagine on a tent. sleeping in a tent on an air mattress <sighs> with our kids right next to us too. Mm. Super fun. I hate camping. Really? Hate. See, I love it. I really do yeah, love it. I, maybe it's just been too long since I've gone <laughs> because I hated it the last time I went. I literally think the last time I went, I was probably in high school. Why do you hate it? I mean, I just like generally don't like bugs <laughs> and like, the out, you're not, outdoorsy. I'm not outdoorsy. We already established this. <laughs> Hello. Um, it's like the whole, like, like not a real bathroom situation mm. and like not a real bed situation. Yeah. I can understand. I, I don't know. That. I'm just, I feel like, an, I feel like I sound like an entitled brat when I talk like that, but it's just not your preference. It's though. just not my preference. And I, I think it. that I know when I'm out of my comfort zone and that is so out of my yeah. comfort zone. The hard part for me is I really want Anthony to like camping because I think it's just one of those things that you do. You have to experience it. And I love the idea of like, again, I love the idea of being outside, <laughs> <laughs> like in nature, but I just like, don't want to be like sleeping in, it, in, it. in nature. It's very confusing. So here's something there. Yurts are a thing. Are you familiar okay. with yurts? So this is the thing that I've been looking at lately. Cause I feel like that's a good compromise. Yeah, it is. Okay. Maybe that's what we'll do. Or like, there's some cool tree houses yeah. down in like Olympia. Yes. Yeah. Right. But they like, you literally could go into the trees, but I feel like Anthony needs the like, cause I don't want True Anthony camp. to be like me. I want him to like, <laughs> I want him to like be able to like pack a bag and like know how to set up a tent. I, if you paid me a million dollars, I would not know how to set up a tent. I couldn't do it. <gasps> like 
hundred percent could not do it. I'm sitting here and she almost said something wrong. Like you don't, I don't know how to pack a tent. Oh, <laughs> I did. I almost said I don't you know did. how to pack a tent. And I was like, this is, you're this like, you don't pack tents for testimony something. to how <laughs> much Claire is not a camper. Not a camper. Anyway, it's <laughs> something that I would like to aspire to be. That's not true. It's something that I would aspire to be, but I would, I would not like to aspire to be. Do you know what I mean? It's more for my kid. That's just how it goes. Whatever. Maybe someday. God. Just keep the bugs away. I did do something kind of outdoorsy while I was there. What did you do? I went on a hike. That is outdoorsy. I know. Did I, you take a photo of it? Because it only, it's did. only real if you took a photo. I did. <laughs> I did. But I didn't have a backpack. Oh. I wasn't going well, that backpacking. that makes it less real. But it just was kidding. Like a two and a half mile hike. Oh, that's pretty trip. good. Yeah. So... At the campground, we there there was like a little trail that would take you to a lighthouse, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm in. I love lighthouses. I I like being outside. Yeah, and and I'm not opposed to hiking. I just don't choose to do it all the time. And so the kids wanted to go with me the first night we were there, and we didn't make it very far. They lasted about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. <laughs> and they were both wearing flip flops too, oh, yeah. which it just wasn't. They didn't yeah, even pack real shoes, but oh. whatever. Um, <laughs> Kids. Yeah. I'm telling you. And so so the next morning, got up, and it was really cold, but sunny. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, if I can just get moving, I can get warm. And so I thought, I'll go do this hike. Mm-hmm. And it was 1.2 miles to the lighthouse. <clears throat> and so I thought, oh, this is good. If I do the whole thing that's a good little hike. That's, mm-hmm. that's some exercise for the day. Get my steps in. Yes. And so I'm getting ready to go. And, and I said, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go up to the lighthouse. And Kennedy says, Oh, I'll go with you. And I, <laughs> Josh was like, uh, I think she wants to go by herself. And I was like, mm, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> just kind of need to need some like mom, need time. just some mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So I did this little, uh, did this little hike. My, my sister, I posted it on Facebook the night before that we had done just this little walk Mm -hmm. and she goes, Oh, that looks outdoorsy. (laughs) She's been listening (laughs) to the podcast. And I said, Nope, not outdoorsy. Just, it was under, you know, yep. It was under a mile. It was less than happened to be outside. Yeah. Just happened to be outside. (laughs) Can confirm. Also see also day drinking. (laughs) This falls under the same category as all the same. Yeah. Cause you can do it while day drinking. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. I get it. But, but then Oh my I, gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. Well, good for you. you I know. Hike. I did. You got to do it. I am um, on my hike up to the lighthouse. I was, as I was coming back, you know, it's right along the coast. Yeah. Um, and there's actually a Coast Guard station right there. And on the other side of the Coast Guard station is a little inlet. And along the trail, very clearly marked, federally posted, no trespassing signs. Oh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, going and it, it's but it's beautiful like this area where those are posted I can it's like it's like Garden of Eden forbidden fruit type yeah like you want to look yeah not just course. because there's no trespassing signs posted but because it is it's really legitimately beautiful it's legitimately yeah. beautiful and it goes down to a little beach and little inlet down there on my way back I can hear sirens oh and like, like <laughs> ambulance sirens oh I was like did you think they were coming for you no 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 so I'm hiking back down and this woman is there with her granddaughter and I, and I can see kind of over the cliff looking down into this little inlet and it looks like someone's down there. And I, 
I, they were just kind of standing there watching this and I can see the, see the ambulances and the rescue trucks or whatever that have pulled up. And I said, Oh my gosh, did someone fall? And she says, yeah, someone was down there and she dislocated her knee at the bottom. <sighs> and, and Oh gosh. Yeah, that's terrible. And I, she says, yeah. So we called 911 and here they are. And I said, aren't there no, no trespassing signs posted at the top? She goes, Oh yeah, it's probably for a reason. I said, well, not only that, those people are going to get fined. Yeah. Like you're going to the hospital. Also, you're getting <laughs> a nice little bill from the, from the government. Who says that? Yeah. The Coast Guard. From the Coast Guard. Yeah. Probably. Wow. Well, turns out I hiked a little bit further and somebody else was telling me, oh, not only that, they had sleeping bags and a tent down there. So <gasps> people were actually camping down oh, there. So it wasn't just like they were passing through. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. No. Can you imagine wow. like making that big of a mistake where oh. you just got caught? Yeah. Like you got so caught like doing so something caught. Yeah. that you really should not have been doing. It's like instant karma. Mm. Yep. That's I mean, exactly. nobody deserves to have their knee really dislocated, but Ooh. as a rule follower, <laughs> yes. I can tell you. This is why. This is why. Anyway, it was a little, uh, it was a little eventful and yeah. Um, yeah. So, but great, great camping. Cool. It was fun to go. It was good to get away. Um, it was nice to get a little space from our real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a real life update, for those of you following my saga, <laughs> we do have a place to live now. We're going to be moving. There's still a little more chaos that's going to ensue between now and the time that we're moving, but that's just moving. So, and you have a home. We do. Yeah. We do. In the so, area that you wanted. Yep. So we'll just be grateful for those things. You know, I'm really just working, working on, on being grateful. <laughs> I get it. I know. I know. So, I know. Well, we have some exciting updates for the group. Yes. Um, first of all, shout out to all of our friends who are in the You Can Sit With Us podcast yes. community page. So fun. We've been having so much fun there. It's really great to interact with all of you. So... Um, don't be shy. Join us if you're listening. If yes. you haven't joined, find us. If you can't find us, reach out mm-hmm. um, because we want to make sure that you have a place to stay connected with us. So um, that's really fun. Mm-hmm. Second. Can I say it? Yeah, say it. Okay. We have our next date for our next meetup. Yay! You guys, we're so excited about it. We're going to be meeting at the same place as of now. Um, unless our group gets too big, we'll still be um, at the Alibi Room in Greenwood. Yep. So for you local people, on September 13th. That's a Thursday night. Thursday evening. Yep. Um, so we're trying to kind of switch up the evenings that we meet so that we can kind of um, – cater to everybody, but it's going to be Thursday night. Um, and we will also be going live in our Facebook group. For those of you that are not here locally, we'll make sure we touch base with you. Yes. Um, live we'll a little on the live Facebook group. Check-in. Cause I know we have a lot of people all over the yeah, country. It's true. Um, so same kind of thing. We're going to come up with some really fun stuff for that mm-hmm. in the evening. And, um, we're just really excited that we have it on the books. So mark your calendars, September 13th, yep. six to eight. 6 to 8 p.m. There will be a link in the show notes for those of you who are local and who can make it to RSVP. Uh, we'll make sure to put that on the Facebook page too. So you'll, you'll, you'll see it. You'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but please RSVP if you think you want to come. And yeah, if you are someone that just needs a community of other badass babes yeah. who are 
rocking the hell out of their life, this is the place yep. that you can find that. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a great time last time and Alibi Room is incredible. Yes. Uh, there's a reason why we're going back to them. For sure. Um, they treated us so well and food was amazing. Food was amazing. The yep. service was amazing. Uh, it was just awesome. So mm-hmm. we're so excited. Yes. So excited to have so fun. our next meetup. Mm-hmm. Also today on uh, this is a, a podcast of firsts. I know we are That's so true. We're having our very first special guest join us today. So today we on the podcast we have Nicole McCown. Noel. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you were thinking about the C's in her name. I was. That's all right. It's fine. Noel. Who's Nicole? I don't. know. <laughs> I don't know. Noel. Noel McCown. It's oh totally fine. Gosh, I was thinking about it too much I know. and I messed it up. It's one of those things where you're like, I have to, you always have to get the name right. That's the important thing, right? Yeah. I know. It's fine. You know why? Because Noelle and I were friends in high school and I'm thinking about her last name now because that's not what her last name was. Oh, so you're like, don't call her by her last name. Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. So anyway, she was amazing. Yes. Okay. Tell us why. Tell us about her. So Noelle is a mama and a therapist and she specializes in um, like motherhood. Yeah. Which, which is, is so cool. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So she works with, um, pregnant moms. She works with women who have had a loss. She works with moms postpartum, yeah. um, which is super cool. Yeah. The great thing about it, I think is that her message is universal. And yeah. so if you're not a mom, it's not like this won't apply to you. Absolutely. She had some really brilliant things to say. I know. And we just are so excited to share our interview with her, with you guys. Yeah. So. so have fun and hope you enjoy listening to our chat with Noel. Okay. We're on with our friend, Noel. Noel, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's an yeah. honor. Good. Well, why don't you start by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself Give us a little snapshot of who you are and what you do. Okay. Um, Well, I'm a a licensed clinical psychologist, and I have a private practice in Glendale, California, which is a little city right outside of LA. And um, I have advanced training in maternal mental health. So most of the clients I see are either pregnant women or new moms or um, moms after they've experienced loss. but mostly moms. And then I'm a mom myself to an almost three-year-old. So mm-hmm. life is very mom heavy for me. Yeah. We were just chatting before we hit record here and we are literally juggling this podcast today around two toddler nap times, <laughs> which I just feel like that's a miracle. In we itself. won. We won the day. So far. Let's so far. I know. If you can get through this, if this reaches your ears, wherever you are, you know, you're a witness to a miracle. It's a yeah. literal miracle. Although mine's not asleep yet. So I guess we'll see. Oh, fine. He'll He's be quiet. He'll be fine. <laughs> I live my life around his nap. Mm-hmm. I know because it doesn't last. I mean, yeah. I look back mm-hmm. now and I'm, I'm a few years removed from the nap times mm-hmm. and man, treasure it ladies. It's sacred. <laughs> sacred. Yeah. So, and I feel like it's, perfect time to do some self-care. 
That's a lot of times when I build mine in for sure. You see, you see what I did there? I just, see? I just, <laughs> nice little segue. I just tied it back into our, into our self-care into our series, topic. into our topic. Yeah. So Noel, we wanted to have you on today as a, as an expert. And I always, you know, I feel like I want to put air quotes around that because sometimes it can feel like a lot of pressure to yeah, on something like <laughs> self-care, but we did want to talk to a therapist, somebody who, um, you talk about this a lot with your patients. And so we just wanted to kind of chat a little bit about, um, your perspective from more of a professional or clinical point of view. So mm-hmm. I, I guess just starting off, like what, why do you think that this is an important topic? And especially for women, I mean, obviously we can agree that self-care is an important topic regardless of who you are or where you're at, but why especially for women? Well, yeah, I mean, my practice is mainly with women, so that's sort of how I conceptualize it. But um, so for me, if you break down self-care, it's about first identifying a need that you have that's either unmet or not being fulfilled yeah so so if you break it down to identifying your needs first like so first you identify it and then you have to find a way to fulfill it And, and you by doing that you sort of feel empowered like you know I have control I can take care of myself and that's sort of the building block for me of feeling better is feeling empowered having control identifying your needs and making sure they're met. So I think, I mean, I think especially for women and, and moms in particular, cause that's sort of my world is, you know, we have to kind of attune to our own needs as well at the end of the day so that we're not getting totally burnt out. That is just like resonating so hard with me because mm-hmm. I think that it's, it's like about that control piece and I think that oftentimes for me, when my anxiety is spiked, it's often when I feel the most out of control of things and with kids in the picture, like it's not just my own life, right? It's also another human's mm-hmm. life that I'm supposed to be like in charge of, you know, and that's like a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And then you add, you know, if you add a traumatic birth experience on top of that, or if you add something going on in your marriage or if you add whatever a light big life change you know it just it's all it all is compounded really quickly um it feels chaotic cool to hear to hear you say that i'm like oh yeah so i am doing the right thing by like thinking about this i'm still really confused though why it feels like there's such a emphasis or there has to be like there is because of the need for it i guess is what i'm saying for women and we don't see the same, we don't see the same emphasis for men. And I, and I go, is it because they need it less or is it because there's something kind of a societal construct that that's kind of reinforces that idea that they need it less or um, like, what is it? Do you know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't hear my guy friends talking about like their self-care habits. I was literally just having this conversation with my husband. Yeah. So what did he say? Well, my feeling is like, we just don't, we just expect guys are going to take care of themselves, right? They don't, for whatever reason, like 
ask permission. They just do it. And as women, for some reason, I feel like we're in this position to have to ask for it or feel guilty if we do too much of it. And I don't really get, I mean, who knows why that is, but yeah, that was our feeling is like, you never hear a guy saying like, how's your self-care practice? (laughs) You know, like it just doesn't happen. Well, and I think too, that they're not, they're not necessarily groomed to be in tune enough with themselves Mm -hmm. to be able to say, okay, I have to stop and this is what I need. Right. Mm -hmm. I think like with a lot of men I know, they just go do what they need to do. Mm -hmm. Right. They don't think like to, to like, to like stop and have a conversation about Mm -hmm. what it is that they need. Yes. Um, I saw this video the other day and I thought, I thought of this whole self-care topic. Um, it was by that lady. Um, she's a mom. Her name's Christina something. Oh yes. She's rad. She does all those really funny videos about like real life motherhood. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. she, I think it was her, she interviewed men like on the street, right? She took a microphone out and she was like, how do you balance everything? (laughs) (laughs) And all of the men were like, what, what do you mean? Like, and she was like, oh, you've never been asked that question before? And he was like, no. All of them were like, no, but my wife gets asked that all the time. And I thought that was so interesting because I think there, you're right. I think there's just this like expectation that women are doing it all. And like, I'm all for doing it all. Sure. But I'm also all for taking care of ourselves. Right. And for our partners taking care of themselves. Yeah. And, and encouraging us to take care of ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's all inclusive in my book. So, so funny. Anyway, I thought that's so true. Nobody ever asks Mitch, like my husband, like, how are you balancing? (laughs) And like, he's the one that's working full time right now, you know, but people come to me and they're like, Oh, how are you? Like, like, how are you doing all these things? And I'm like, listen, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Self-care. I don't know. (laughs) So anyway. So on that topic where we're kind of thinking, trying to pull on that thread a little bit about where did this even come from? Mm -hmm. But I I was thinking about this as this topic kind of came up for us. I was thinking, okay, we're turning 35 Mm -hmm. this year, Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, not a thing, had never heard of Mm self-care. Like what, if somebody had said that, I would be like, uh, is that something like, do you need to be alone? for a few minutes that we were talking about or no. I mean, and I really only started hearing about it really like in the last five years mm-hmm. or so. I don't know what. Yeah. It's recent for sure. Really recent. Yeah. So I'm curious if that's been something, you know, in your practice, have you seen trends and with your colleagues and that kind of stuff? What, why do you think that that's changed. Like, what do you think has changed in our society that we're talking about this all of a sudden when it seems like it should have been there all along? Right. That's such a good question. And I mean, frankly, I, I don't know exactly why, but I, part of me thinks it has to do with the gender thing. We were just talking about women are, you know, now have more say in things. Women are being more empowered. So it's also like to balance it out. We're saying, okay, now that you have more power and and you're doing more you're balancing work life with home life like how are you taking care of yourself at the end of the day I mean I feel like part of it comes from that shift um, in gender equality 
But then I also kind of think that social media probably pays a role. Like it feels trendy in a way, mm-hmm. which is which is good because it gets us talking about it. But then in the same vein, it being trendy can also be a problem because it's like you snap a picture of yourself going to yoga class, you know, and then someone who's not having a great day starts comparing themselves to you, you know, like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not doing that. And then it like sets us up to feel guilty and shame. So it's like, there's this great part of self-care, but the also there, I think there's a downside to it as well. I did not even consider that social media had anything to do with it. Oh, well, that was my first thought when you said that. That was my first, like, I, the, the first place I started hearing about it was social media. Right, exactly. And I think what I see is people being really freaking real life with their world. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody, because obviously that we see a lot of the opposite. Sure. But I think that what happened was social media brought enough people together going, this is flipping hard. Yeah. I would say, especially around the area of motherhood. Yes. I think that's, I mean, for me, maybe it's just as a mom, because that's who like, that's kind of how my feed is curated. Like I see a lot of mom stuff. That makes sense. And, and womanhood stuff, I guess. But, Mm -hmm. but I, I saw a lot of people start to get really real about their life and what they needed because their life looked like this. And then everybody else was saying me too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, my life yeah. is for you. like, Oh yeah. Like that's what I need too. You know? Um, so I wonder if that had something to do with it. Like the courage of the people that kind of went first on social mm-hmm. media, you know, kind of willing mm-hmm. to say like, I- I'm tapped out. Like this is too hard, yeah. you know? And then it feels so good when, other moms chime in and they're like, I have so been there. Mm-hmm. You know, just the camaraderie and the feeling of like, I'm not alone in this. This is really, really hard. Mm-hmm. That's the, the upside of social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder too, as you're talking about it, cause I, I think you're absolutely right now. Like coming in and having kind of this two sided, like there's two sides of this. One mm-hmm. is this really positive trend that you're seeing. And one is, <clears throat> maybe a little bit more, I don't want to say negative because I don't want it to be, but, but it is, it's, it's not, it's not a good thing. The comparison game mm-hmm. that we play on, on social media, but I'm also wondering if you think that, cause we kind of touched on this a little bit a few weeks ago, the difference between self-care and, and self-comfort and, and how right. I think that there's a lot of confusion around the difference between the two. Right. And I'm wondering if, if social media actually has more to do and influences more of what we see in the area of self comfort mm-hmm. over true mm-hmm. self care. Yes. Right. That makes a lot of sense because so, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, for me, when you guys, when I was listening to that podcast that you guys did and we're talking about self care versus self comfort, I kept sort of conceptualizing self comfort as more just distraction versus yeah. it being something that's fulfilling you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and a good so, distinction. So I feel like it is, it is the things that are distracting that you're thinking, I should post this mm-hmm. on my Instagram or, you know, like versus if you're really in something and m- mindful and present and feeling fulfilled, you're not like thinking about social media or so 
So I, I think there's something to that. Hmm. I think that's a really good, like, like that makes me go, oh, <laughs> which I'm totally welcoming because yeah. it feels like, it feels like that's so, totally true. It and so I think it's, it. and I think that the fulfilling and the like replacement or the comfort piece is easier. Oh, right. Yeah. Because a lot of times you don't have to be as mindful. Totally. Um, like when you pick up a glass of wine or when you go get a pedicure Absolutely. or whatever it is, you know what I mean? In the moment it is, but I think it's that it is also about that like long term. Like what is helping me take care of myself long term um, rather than just like fixing what I'm feeling in the moment. Right. You know, what's sustainable. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So interesting. I know. Your mind is like blown. I am. <laughs> I literally, because I, I could not, I, this is a real question for you. I was like, what is it? Mm -hmm. And I just never, I never even considered it. Mm -hmm. but I think partly this is because I, of my friend circle, I was one of the first to have a baby mm -hmm. and to kind of go through a really dark time mm -hmm. after having a, a baby and, mm -hmm. and being just kind of just being really honest, you know, I had found myself in this place where I was like, well, my husband left. I have nothing. What do I have to lose by just being honest with myself? I want to see who's really going to be there. And so, so here I am. And my therapist at the time was talking to me about self-care. And so I just, I just started talking about it, but that's really, I just had no idea that maybe maybe that was the beginning of it, right? Like maybe mm -hmm. I was just on the early wave because I, I had never heard of it before then. And well, you have to start somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Right. Where would you, where would you tell somebody to start? Like if mm -hmm. somebody came into you and you could see, maybe if they didn't even identify, but you could see that they needed to have some sort of routine in their life where they was, they were taking care of themselves more often. Where would you start with that person? That's a good question. So, well, so this is where like the, the air quotes about being an expert come in. I'm air quoting now, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause like, it's not like I'm an expert in the fact that I have all these great self care routines that I prescribe to people. And like, I know exactly what I'm doing in my life. It, that's not the case. Like I'm a human being and my training as a psychologist and, and my experience as a therapist allows me to work with someone to sort of get to the root of what their truth is. So self-care is personal. So it's going to, it's going to be very different from person to person. What works for you might not work for me, but that's because we all have different needs that need to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of where I start is what is your need? And that can be really, really hard to identify. So one thing that I like to suggest is like, if, if you could just imagine your life with no, no financial obligations, no, you know, physical obligations, like what would you do to fill yourself up to like calm your mind, to relax? What exactly would that look like? And, and that's sort of where I go with it. So like for me, I was thinking about this last night like what would my fantasy be? I would probably be like living on an island in, in like Bali or something like that and like practicing yoga every day and my son would be like running around in nature and my husband and I would like connect every night like without phones, <laughs> you know, watching the sunset. It would be like this 
wonderful, relaxing, fulfilling life, which is totally not going to happen. But I can use that to sort of like take a look and say, okay, what can I implement to, to get a little bit of that? Like I can do more yoga. I could like download a class off YouTube. I can make sure that my son has lots of outdoor playtime and like my husband and I can spend some time connecting phone free at the end of the night. Like those are very simple things I can do. So it's sort of like breaking down the fantasy to kind of access what might work for you. That's sort of where we start. I love that. And I love the idea of like identifying the need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we need therapists because we don't, <laughs> we, we, I mean, we just need help identifying what the need is. And most of the time in my experience, I know what the need is, but like, I need somebody to like, yeah, like, like dig it out a little bit. You need permission to tell it. And yeah. yeah. And somebody else to say like, listen, it's okay to say that this yeah. is hard for you, yeah. you know? Um, but I like the idea of thinking about what would your life look like too, because I think you're right. Although we can't move to Bali. I mean, I guess we could, yeah. um, can't move to Bali. Like what pieces of that can we get? Mm-hmm. And like, I think like just, just clearly straight up unplugging your phone and like putting it in another room mm-hmm. to me is absolutely a form of self-care mm-hmm. yeah. because you're, because you're just, it's like you're preventing so many things from coming at you that that like create all this crap, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that you take on that then requires you to need more self-care, you right. know? So just that alone is like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that analogy. I want to know what, what your fantasy would be. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm listening to Noelle's and I'm like, oh, I want to know what Claire says. <laughs> Have you thought about it? Um, well, when she said that, my first thought was a beach. Oh um, yeah. My first thought was a beach. I don't really know beyond that. Oh, just beach. <laughs> Maybe by myself. Give actually. me beach, please. Yeah. Yeah. My, just like know. just by myself. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's that's I just know that I recharge like that. Um and I think that I feel so on demand all the time. Um as a mom, but also I felt like that as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um I just feel like I need to be in a place where I can like not have to take care of other people for a little bit, you know? Okay. So here's what's funny. I'll, I'll keep thinking about Cause that. mine, when you yeah. said that, cause I actually, I went through this, this process a little bit back when I was leaving my job. Right. And my mom asked me a similar question and I said, I, I, she asked me like, if you could spend a whole day, like describe your ideal day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I would meet a good friend for coffee. Mm -hmm. I would have Mm -hmm. coffee with a friend like every morning and it wouldn't necessarily be the same friend. It would just be someone who I just really value and respect and admire and who I feel like fills up my cup. Right. And I walk away, I walk away feeling recharged. Mm -hmm. Um, it's why we like have fought for our time during the week to do this podcast because yeah. I do feel so recharged sitting with Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other thing too, is that I would like make food. I would like make mm. food for to give people. Yeah. To, <laughs> like, You're just kind of here on all the people. Like make a meal yeah. um, for either my family or for good friends. Like I love hosting a, like a, an intimate like dinner party or for, yeah. I, I mean, the last couple of years for my birthday, I've put on a birthday brunch mm-hmm. 
-hmm. for my closest mm -hmm. girlfriends and I love it. And I don't, we don't, I make the food. Mm -hmm. Like I make the food for 15 people to come <laughs> and I love it. And when you said that, I was like, oh, okay. I know where I've lost my way now. I need to get back to that a little bit. Mm -hmm. The helper part of you. Yeah. The helper and like the connection, like the relationship yeah. piece yeah. that this transition for me from going from a nine to five into independent contractor, I think I really struggled with because I don't have, I mean, I'm missing the routine for one, but really the bigger thing is the connection. It's, yeah, it's it depleting. And yeah, it's super depleting and really isolating. And that's what I've been feeling. Mm -hmm. Breakthrough. We just had a breakthrough here on the podcast. <laughs> I literally was just sending a text message to my girlfriends about this and we just solved it. You got it. You're welcome. You friends. got it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that's, that's so interesting. That's so interesting because I feel like my big, you're talking about your like job transition. Yeah. My big transition was into motherhood. Mm -hmm. And I would say that the anxiety that I took on postpartum, I think changed my makeup yeah. and is still like, I'm, I'm still that person that I kind of changed into. And I don't, that's more of an introvert and mm -hmm. I don't feed off people like I used to. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I, I always wonder like if that is something that will change or if I'm just to the point now where I'm like, I am rejuvenated by like just being by myself. Mm -hmm. Because if I were going to design a day, it might look different than if you said, what's your fantasy, right? Like I would love to mm -hmm. just go to a beach or whatever. But like, I don't know if you, if, if before you had said that, if you had said, if you were going to design your day, I might've said like, have time to go to the gym, mm -hmm. meet somebody for lunch, you know, same kind of thing. And even getting but, really specific, like what would you have for lunch? Mm -hmm. Would you have like, and really, I think that that's really helpful too, getting really creative with that, I think can be really beneficial. Um, you know, I, I go so specific. I'm like, I want to have brunch with people. <laughs> I want to have like waffles and quiche. Yeah. And, like, don't get in my face about the fact that I want. We're having both. We're having both. <laughs> and I want mimosas and Bloody Marys. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. There's no problem and with that. And coffee. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. We got to make it through this day somehow. Yeah. We're starting off totally. this day. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So, so interesting. And, and I, I realized too, like for me, chopping up vegetables and like preparing things, super meditative, mm -hmm. like the, the slowing down and having to be very, you have to be really present when you have a sharp knife in your hand. <laughs> forced mindfulness. You'll yeah. Forced mindfulness. It really is true. Mm -hmm. And so even something small like that around, you know, you need to, I'm just thinking for somebody who's listening and can't is kind of finding their way through all of this. Even something as simple as, okay, you go to the grocery store, you get your veggies for the week or your fruits for the week. And you just take a half hour to cu cut them all up and organize them and put them in the fridge. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. part and of their self-care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Part of your self-care practice. Exactly. It does not have to be expensive or extravagant. Right. Yeah. What would you say to someone who maybe has identified what they need? Mm -hmm. So we've kind of started there. Um, knows what they need, understands what self-care 
looks like or, or even what that next step is, mm-hmm. but is really having trouble transitioning from not doing it to doing it. Mm. Any tips for like just getting started? Because I feel like that's always the hardest part. Making mm-hmm. it a routine. Yeah, mm-hmm. making it a routine or I don't know. I don't know if you have any ideas or. Well, I mean, I guess I'd want to know what the what the barrier is. Like why, what is hard about starting it? I mean, of course it's hard to start it, but like for you personally, what what is getting in your way? Like for moms, it's often guilt. Like, well, I feel really bad taking time for myself. I should be home with my family or, you know, taking care of my kid. Um, so that's one that I see a lot and, and I would want to identify it and kind of try to work out some of that guilt. And, you know, you guys were talking, um, in one of your other podcasts about how self-care is not selfish. It's, you know, you have to fill your tank before you can fill someone else's. Um, and then another one that you guys actually mentioned that I think is a common barrier is anxiety, like the fear that everything will fall apart if I leave and take care of myself. Um, And if anxiety is a barrier, like that's a, you know, we would work on that in a different way. So I think it's just about figuring out what is stopping you from engaging and and then taking it from there. Mm -hmm. So good. Why people need a therapist though. Yes. Don't just listen to this podcast and assume that it's good enough. (laughs) Go find a therapist. I mean, we are pretty good, but we are. <laughs> but this does not replace. No, it absolutely does not. And I'm listening to her, thinking, I'm so thankful I'm going to see my therapist tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's true. just so. It. I mean, I just think I. I. I feel like just having the space to talk about all of it is mm-hmm. so important. Yeah. And getting some validation from somebody who doesn't know you and whose job is not to judge, but just to listen, like that is really powerful, mm-hmm. really, really powerful. So pretty amazing. Yeah. Therapy yeah. people, the best form of self-care. Oh, there you go. Plug. <laughs> um, any other final thoughts before we wrap up our conversation with you? Well, um, Hmm. I would say the one other thing I was kind of thinking about when, when we were, you know, talking about doing this podcast is how to um, identify when you need it the most. Mm. And um, for me personally, I had an, a friend who's a therapist kind of point this out to me when I was telling her how overwhelmed I was. But she was saying that when you start noticing yourself getting really protective of your time, like your kid's nap, for example, like, you know, like, oh my God, I cannot get through this day if my kid doesn't nap. Or, you know, like, I mean, I have that happen all the time. (laughs) (laughs) What's another example? Just like, I can't function if I don't get like eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. Like when you start noticing yourself really like hunkering down and and worrying about your time getting taken away, that's a really good sign that you need to step away from it and engage in a practice. And that is something I'm always asking myself is like, am I getting a little too protective and do I need to step away for a minute 
and take care of myself? Because usually the answer is yes. Hmm. Wow, that's such a good one. Yeah, I would never have thought of that. But that's so true. It's completely true. Because it's almost to the point where you're desperate, right? You're just desperate for two hours to do what you need to do. And if you're to that point, then it's like, okay, if you need the two hours that badly, then you need like a few hours away. Yes, exactly. And that, that is really hard though, because it's the, the natural tendency isn't to say, let me take away more time from exactly. my everything it that I do. Counterintuitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I would just say like, friends, if you are in that place, we are holding space for you as you go through that. Like send a message to us on Facebook yes. through the community group if that is you. And you're not alone. You are not alone. Yeah. You can sit with us. You can sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we want to know what your favorite form of self-care and maybe your favorite form of self-comfort is since we've gotten really clear on <laughs> the delineation between the two truth time where you at noel well i hadn't thought about what my favorite form of self-comfort is but my favorite form of self-care lately so two nights a week my husband comes home for work and he immediately takes over so he does, I have an almost three-year-old, he does dinner and bath and reading and bedtime, and I go to the gym. And for me, going to the gym is amazing, but it's like almost not even as amazing of just getting out of the nighttime routine twice a week. Like having a break from that is so wonderful. And I get to go and like calm my mind and kind of like recharge my body. That is what's working for me right now in terms of self-care. Do you go do a, do you go to a class or are you just working on I'm not someone who can just go. I need someone telling me exactly what to do. <laughs> so what I go kind to of class do you take? I what? go to Orange Theory. Oh, um, we're going to try that. We're going to try it. It's one hour, which is like so manageable. I don't, it's like the perfect amount of time. Someone tells you what to do. There's loud music. You just sort of get out of your head and like run or lift weights and it's magical. Like Awesome. Okay. Love it. I'm a little <laughs> nervous. I am too. <laughs> Some of the Orange Theory people I know are like really intense. And I'm like, um, I'm not sure that's my peeps, but we're going to try it I'm out. I'm open to it. We're going to yeah. try it out. Yeah. I love yeah. the idea of like a really intense workout yeah. with really loud music. Same. I do like the loud music because mm-hmm. I don't want to he- really hear myself breathing really hard. <laughs> totally. Oh, and the lights are dimmed. The lights also oh, fantastic. Exactly. Can't see the rolls can't I hear mean, me breathing hard. <laughs> it's like mood lighting. Like, oh, I look good. Exactly. <laughs> In my dripping sweat. Yeah. Good. I'm stoked about that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. We're going to post, um, can people find, you have a blog, right? I do, yes. So my website is www.dr, as in dr, noelmccowan.com. Okay, we'll post that in the show notes so that people know where to find you. And you're, you're able to work with friends who live in California, correct? Exactly, yes. Okay. Yes, anyone in California feel free to reach out yeah we got people down there for sure Mm -hmm. yay well thanks for sitting with us today thank you so much so fun chatting with you
Thank you. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, take care. Bye. <laughs> Wasn't that so fun? She's so rad. She's such a little light. She's totally a light. And I just like love, I mean, I feel like I'm in therapy. <laughs> but I also feel like she's my friend. Yeah. That's the best kind of therapist. It is. Yeah. Yeah, she was wonderful. Well, we hope that you learned something today from her. And um, I know I did for sure. Yeah. And we'll, um, we will link her info um, in the show notes and on our Facebook page. So you can find her for sure. But um, yeah, yeah, she's amazing. For sure. We want to, part of what we're doing on the podcast is celebrating and elevating other women. Yep. This is a woman who is running her own business. She has her own practice. And so we want to give lots of love to her. Mm -hmm. She has a blog. So even if you're not in the California area, um, you can still follow along um, because she's obviously you guys have heard, she's got a lot of amazing things to say, really great insights Mm -hmm. and definitely someone that we want to keep in touch with. Yeah. And it makes me so excited to have more guests on the show. Absolutely. Can't wait to do more of that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for sitting with us today, you guys. It's been an awesome week and an awesome month in our self-care series. Mm -hmm. I think we're wrapping this up. Yep. I think we've come to the end. And so we will be talking next week about what's to come next month Mm -hmm. in the podcast. So uh, stay tuned. Be sure you're subscribed wherever you get your favorite listening content. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to leave us a review and share with your friends. Talk to you soon. Have a good week.